welcome to Not Compliant Enough. I'm your podcast host, Carista, that's with a K, not a C, and we are here to inspire you to create some inspired workplaces. No hashtag wellness washing allowed. I hope you enjoy. Hi there, and welcome to my first podcast. Um, episode, I should say, and my first podcast, like popping the cherry of a lot of things right now, um, including actual podcast equipment. I've literally just put everything together and I'm playing around with it and figured, you know what, may as well just start doing this. <laughs> just go for it. I mean, who cares, right? So here we are. Um, my name is Carista and thank you for listening. Um, and today we're going to talk about boundaries in the workplace. Um, my intention for this podcast is for people to feel heard, feel understood, particularly dealing with, um, what people like to call toxic workplaces. Um, but I mean, I would even call them toxic environments and we find these environments in so many places. Um, but we're particularly affected by the workplace and it's just not talked about enough. It really isn't. So yeah, this is actually going to go through workplace, uh, trauma, psychological safety, um, talking about different environments, talking about the dynamics of people in the workplace, how to deal with a job that you just don't want to get up out of bed to go to like the struggle is real and it feels like your bit of your soul dies every time you actually leave the bed to get ready to go to that workplace it's it's a thing and it's awful and I just don't think that people talk about these things enough we um are sold this idea that you know, you've got to go to work. You've got to work hard. Work's not meant to be enjoyable. Well, who decided on that? Like, actually who? Because I'm sure that when this whole industrial revolution started, when this whole thing of actually working actually started, you know, I don't think that it was designed with the intention of it being this hard slog, this awful thing to do this soul destroying hard got to push through and you've got to you know hustle and do all of these things like can we just be done with the hustle culture already like I think we're done now I think we've hustled enough we've hustled so much so that we are in such a heightened straight state of stress our nervous systems are beyond repair um I think we're done. I think we've we've had it. So on saying that, I would like to actually talk about what <laughs> this episode is going to be about um, if I ever get there. It is about boundaries and we have in the workplace, I have noticed that boundaries are just not respected and it's like hardly respected, but it's vehemently uh, disrespected. You get to make 
you you get to be made to feel so guilty for asserting a boundary and saying no. And even just trying to take some time off, like, you know, to put in a form to apply, to take some time off and you're at the whim of, you know, some manager or or some supervisor who, you know, may or may not like you. They, you know, you may or may not have a good relationship with them, yet they have this power over, this power over your um, ability to be able to go on leave. You know, they have this power to be like, oh, no, no, you can't take leave because we're too busy. We're, we're too busy. We can't afford for you to take leave. Except the thing is, and there are so many studies now and I'm, and I'm loving the uh, amount of science and research and all of the research that's going on with so many of these things now, particularly with um, stress and, you know, stress in the workplace, I think, with the last couple of years of obviously people going through lockdowns uh, all across the world, not just here in Australia where I am currently, but we have all these people that, you know, have had to, with you know, with no choice, um, have this amalgamation of their home life and their work life. And I think that we've realised even more so now than ever that those things were never really that separate. I mean, I know even 10 years ago, and this was when, you know, this is showing my age, but this is when um, the good old Blackberry was a thing. And I remember having my mobile phone and my Blackberry. And let me tell you that when those Blackberries, there was emails and things like that, there was a little red light that would flash um, at the top of the phone. And oh my gosh, like when I actually reflect on that now, I'm like, wow, that little red light. (laughs) It was so stressful to see that. It was like, oh my God, there's more emails. Oh my God, what's going on now? You know, and and that wasn't a weekend um, or even after hours or, or before work. Like, you know, you'd, you'd wake up and pick up your phone. We all do it. Wake up, pick up your phone and, and there's, your, there's your light flashing at you being like, read me, read me. There's emails here. Read me. I'm urgent. We have such this urgency culture. Like, is it really urgent? Is it? I worked as an executive assistant for a good part of 10 years um, and I worked for some, look, some pretty high, um, high up people, particularly in, in federal government departments. And being an executive assistant, you see uh, so many things, like it's actually a really fascinating position uh, to be in not necessarily great for boundaries, but uh, it is very fascinating to witness people and just see how they react to you as a person who 
can potentially, you know, get them an appointment to see someone or, you know, um, yeah, they treat you very differently. And when you're no longer in those positions, um, it's very fascinating to see just how many people really do stay in touch, how much of those interactions or how many of those interactions were particularly um, genuine. And it wasn't just transactional. And let me tell you, there is a lot of transactional, um, lots and lots of transactional um, relationships that we have in the workplace um, that we think that, you know, these gregarious, lovely people that we talk to every day that, you know, like, yeah, they're, they're really lovely and they're nice, but are they just being nice to you for what you can do for them? That's the question. Um, but yeah, being an executive assistant and seeing all of that and witnessing the the violation of boundaries is just phenomenal because when you're an executive assistant um, and I'm just going to debunk all of the myths that people have about EAs, executive assistants, because you know, we're not all Donna from Suits and we don't all have bosses that um, respect our position in a lot of ways. But equally, um, I must say that there are a lot of executive assistants out there that that try to assert the authority of the person that they actually represent uh, and they try and assert that power. <laughs> as well and you know my view on that and my personal view is you know you were there to to assist those people that is part of your role uh you didn't get to that position they did uh you are merely a a person that helps them facilitate doing their job to the best of their ability but hey that's my view of the world um and, you know, these things evolve and change over time. But I think, um, yeah, after spending quite a lot of time doing that sort of work in many different offices, it's it's a real fascinating uh, people-watching exercise. But, yeah, boundaries at workplaces are just, um, they're so violated. And uh, I think that we need to have better conversations. There needs to be better respect about boundaries of people's personal lives and and those things not encroaching so much uh you know respecting people taking time off and actually not contacting them while they are on leave it's a very simple thing if you are on leave there is i don't think any any real reason that anyone should be contacting you like if that organization can't function without you being there for like a week or a couple of days then there are much bigger issues going on like there are huge organizational issues going on if people can't do their job or at least cover somebody else's position for a few days 
Um, and I think that this is part of a much bigger conversation and this is what so many of these podcast episodes are going to go into is, you know, just that interrelationship between the psychological safety in workplaces, what bullying looks like, um, you know, little anecdotes and and funny stories and no, I'm not going to name names. This is not a naming and shaming exercise at all. This is exploring the world of work and what that's looking like and why we're so stagnant in these archaic ideas of what that is. Um, I've been delving deeply into the Industrial Revolution and looking at how you know, work even came to be, like what we see as work. Um, and it's so fascinating. And, you know, if people are interested, I'm happy to do a whole episode on that because I just, I think it's so freaking cool. Um, it's almost like we're going full circle and I find it um, seriously fascinating that this whole like world of being an entrepreneur is such a thing when in actual fact like people were entrepreneurs from the very beginning of time um, and we didn't really call it work. It was it was a lifestyle, right? Um, and then the Industrial Revolution and, and things changed and, you know, it's it comes down to like when the car was invented right? People didn't think of the knock-on effects that that would have today that we're seeing through things like climate change. Like who even knew that creating these inventions would have ramifications so many years down the track and, you know, the impact that these things have is not just in the immediate but it's the future impact. And so I'm I'm really fascinated to explore a lot of these things. Um, and I'll also be having some amazing guests come on um, to, to, you know, to kind of riff about these sorts of things. Um, but equally, like, I would love to hear from you guys. I want to know your workplace trauma. I am here for it. Um, I'm here to hold space and and listen because the thing that breaks my heart the most, the absolute most, is people having to suffer in silence, people having to suffer in cultures of silence and not experience um you know, people even hearing their story um, and having to, you know, to endure these awful environments um, and it's it's not okay. And if I can just help one person have a better day or deal with their workplace in a better way, um, then that makes me really happy. So, I hope you enjoy. I hope you stay along for the ride. Um, as I said, I'm Carista. Um, we will be talking about B 
being not compliant enough, <laughs> which is is kind of the uh, tongue-in-cheek rebel um, version of, of kind of trying to not be so compliant, I guess, these days and actually, um, you know, shake things up at workplaces. I'm, I'm not of the... Uh, I'm not of the philosophy that you need to just leave. Like I don't think that all workplaces are bad. I strongly feel that we need to be exploring workplaces and actually trying to change them from the inside. And one meditation class and one yoga class a week is not going to do that. So... Thank you for listening. I hope you stay along for the ride. And um, these will be weekly. Uh, so every week I'll do an episode. Um, and yeah, occasionally have a guest on. Um, follow along on Instagram at uh, Not Compliant Enough. And we're on Twitter at Not Compliant EN because. It wouldn't let me put in enough characters. Um, so not compliant enough on Twitter. You can like, follow, subscribe, do all of the things and I hope to connect with you soon. Thanks for listening.